Howdy friends and welcome to the Rope Droppers Podcast, your one-stop shop for all your Disney needs. My name is Glenn and today I'm joined by my co-hosts Landon and Colby and today we're going to be returning to Epcot in respect, refurbish, retheme to wrap up the park and world showcase with a little bit of a twist. Then we're going to jump on over to Lightning Lane which is a part in the Eruption style segment where we discuss the latest in Disney news and give our opinion in one to two sentences. Then we're going to be drafting the best rides to Rope Drop in WDW. Then as usual we're going to be wrapping these up with the Disney Trivia Showdown. Spoiler alert, it's probably not going to go too well for me. So, without further ado, I'm not going to keep you guys waiting any longer. Let's jump in to this week's version of Respect, Refurbish, Retheme, World Showcase Edition. But before we get into the actual refurbishment part of it, I want to preface that today is going to be a little bit different. There's a lot of restaurants that we have not eaten at in World Showcase, so we're not going to be hitting all those. What we're going to be doing is we're going to be seeing what IP we would put in each country that doesn't have it already. And I have to ask y'all, this is a mandatory question for everyone that I go to World Showcase with. Do y'all start in Mexico or do you start in Canada? It's a controversial thing. First of all, it's really good to be here with you guys. Shout out to our 10th episode. This is pretty exciting. 10 episodes is nothing to frown at. I'm really proud of us and I'm thankful that we continuing to do this. It's been a lot of fun. But for the question, do I start in Mexico or Canada? I always start in Canada. I just really? always start in Canada. Yes, always, every single time. I used to start in Mexico, but I've changed. I'm the exact same way. We used to always go straight to Mexico, but the older I've gotten, I like going more, so I got to go with Canada. Ah, okay, so you're more of a right-wing guy. I got you. All right. I'm honestly, I it could go either way for me. I never go to World Showcase for Mexico or Canada. I'm usually going to a different country, so it's really just which way is going to get me where I'm going quicker. But for today's episode's sake, I'm starting in Mexico, and so are y'all. And we are going to <laughs> go ahead and head that way with the first thing we're hitting on. Mexico already has a property, an intellectual property, with the Grand Fiesta Tour starting the Three Caballeros. Alrighty, so what do you guys think of this ride? I'm, I'm excited to see what y'all have planned. I'm going to respect it. I like just the atmosphere of Mexico. I think it really does well with the culture, just being able to walk in. That pyramid little thing was so cool as a kid, and it still is cool. Like, walking in there, I just feel like I'm just going into a whole different world. So I just like the atmosphere in there. It just feels really – you can, like, feel the culture, I guess. And the ride does a great job with it. It's a good time. So respect for me. Yeah, so I love the Mexico Pavilion as a whole. The Chiros are really good. Obviously, the Grand Fiesta Tour starting the three Caballeros – it's a great ride, but I am actually going to refurbish this because I would rather see more animatronics in this ride because I think the music is wonderful, and then I also think the theming, just everything around it is great. I love how it takes the boat out to where the restaurant is, where the San Angel Inn is. It's just a really creative experience, but I don't like that it uses the screen so much. And then at the end, when you have the big finish and you have the animatronics, I really think it makes the ride. And so I would just like to see animatronics throughout the ride. That's the only thing I would change. I'm doing a little bit of refurbish slash retheme. I love that the Three Caballeros have a place in Epcot and have a place like on Disney property. Like how, how strange. And the fact that it has Donald, one of the Fab Five in that group, makes me support it even more. Something that I've wanted for a long time is Coco to find a home in Disney World. So what I want to happen is I want the Three Caballeros to join Coco on an adventure type thing. And I, I want them to stay, but I want Coco to be implemented in this ride. And he, cool. like Colby said, like, I don't mind the screen so much. What I do mind is the it's a small world style section that they have in the middle of the ride. I'm just not a fan of it. I would love for them to take that out and implement more animatronics there because screens are a mandatory thing whenever it comes to new theme park rides. So I would like them to maybe refresh the screens, make it look like more 3D. They have that ability now. But overall, I would just implement Coco into this ride and make the storyline tailored for them to join him on an adventure or him to join them on an adventure. That would be really cool. I didn't even think about that. I love Coco just because I love the music. We talked that about that a little bit, but I really like that idea. Thank you. So now we're done with Mexico. Now we're going to head on over to Aaron. Sorry, I'm at Norway, where you can find Frozen Ever After, as well as so many other Frozen like characters and everything. Frozen has taken over this pavilion, which I'm not a huge fan of, but 
I am going to respect it because I understand that Frozen is a mandatory part of Disney, and I really do the re-theme that they did to this ride, even though Maelstrom, for those of you who ever wrote it, holds a really special place in my heart because I'm a big nostalgia guy. I love that part of Epcot and the history. But overall, I am respecting Frozen Ever After. I wish that they didn't get rid of so much of the Norwegian culture here, but I understand why Frozen has to have a place in Disney World, so... When I think about Norway, I really don't have a lot of exposure to Norway in general. The only exposure I have is Disney World. So there there goes Epcot being an educational park. But I just want to say real quick, the World <laughs> Showcase, you really start to appreciate it as you get older. Even in your late teenage years, early 20s, late 20s, it's just a really awesome place to be. It's just an eclectic area that really has a lot of different things to offer that are really cool and valuable, I think. And one thing I don't like about what they've done with Norway, you alluded to it, is it's all frozen to where even like the church that they have there, it's, if you walk in there, it used to be about Vikings and now it's about frozen characters. Yeah. I just really don't like that. But like you said, like I understand why they did it because Frozen, obviously it's a massive movie. They have two, two movies that are really popular. Frozen 3 is quickly approaching so and frozen's on broadway so you're hitting all these things all these targets and disney's checking the boxes so i understand why they brought the ride here and i actually really like the ride of all of the reskins because this is a pretty like on the nose reskin like it's pretty much the same exact track they really didn't change much they actually kept the same thing on the wall there's a couple of effects that you know are for those who want to look up those easter egg videos there's a couple of effects that made it from maelstrom over to frozen ever after this is on the money of a reskin but this is one of the ones that i really think translated well and i liked maelstrom i wouldn't say like i was a huge fan of it i enjoyed it but at the end of the day i respect frozen ever after because of the significance that it has to the park and the park's identity at this point but at the same time i hate that there's not really a nor it's not really norwegian culture anymore which i yeah, that's just what I don't like about it. Yeah, and going right off that, that's the way I feel. I love Frozen. I love the ride. It definitely needs its place. It needs to have a ride. Um, so I think that's good. They just missed the mark on the cultural side of things. Like Mexico does it perfect. I just don't think Norway does the same thing on that. So I guess I would maybe refurbish some areas of it. I don't know what exactly, but just bring more of a cultural power around there. We'll head out of Arendelle now. Maybe they'll bring back Norway a little bit to this pavilion. But we're going to head on into China, which is the first country that we're going into that doesn't have any intellectual property. In my opinion, there's a pretty obvious one that needs to go here. But I'm going to keep that to myself until after y'all go. So what IP would you put into China? I don't. I think there's only one that's an obvious choice here. I think we can all agree that's Mulan. She needs her place here. And I think this was just be good timing on it. Live action came out recently. You got to refurb it a little bit and add a ride or something just to do with Mulan. Just bring a little more culture to the um, culture plus Disney and mix it together. And I think that'd just be perfect. Yeah. Like you got to find that special sauce somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I'd love to see Mulan come to China. I think that obviously we need to talk about a natural fit. This is a fairly natural fit. Also, if you're going to bring the IP in, let's just double down on it. Let's, we talked about how we wanted Mulan to have its own ride. But I think what would really fit well here is a stage show. It would just bring such an energy here, in my opinion, that really is missing. But that's because, I don't know, every time I've walked around China, it's beautiful, and but it just doesn't have a lot of energy and a lot of push, if that makes yeah. sense. And so I think if they put a stage show where the reflections of China is, I think that would be a really cool to a pavilion that I think needs a little jolt of energy. Yeah, it. I definitely agree. It does need a jolt of energy just because like when I'm walking past there and I'm choosing, okay, where do I stop next? I'm not stopping at China. Just everything's a little spread out more in that area. So if they could just bring some stuff together that just draws people back there more, I think it would just be great. And that would move on and help it. Yeah. I think that this pavilion is the first one we're going to talk about that really it's hard to navigate and understand like where you're at in the pavilion. It is mostly just gift shops and there's a couple of restaurants in here too like the no, Nine Dragons is in Japan. But there is there's a quick service restaurant over here that I've never eaten at. But I agree with Landon and Colby that I would love to see Mulan come here 
And I wanted to talk about the, my idea was also a, like either a live action stage show or like some type of advanced like audio animatronic stage show yeah. is absolutely what I, what I have in mind. Because whenever you walk through there and they occasionally they have like the acrobats over there, the energy, like you said, Colby, the energy that brings to that area is absolutely phenomenal. So it's great. Uh, I would love for Mulan to come to the park. I, I agree with y'all. I'm glad we're all on the same page on this one. And yeah, so I absolutely respect our opinion on it. And now we're going to do something a little bit different. We're heading on over to the African Outpost, which is in between China and Germany in the World Showcase. It was meant to be a temporary pavilion whenever the park opened up. So we're going to act like it is a temporary pavilion, and we're going to implement a new country into World Showcase. So for this pavilion, we're trying to stick to the original plans, which was some type of African country. So we're going to jump on into this. So I know Colby has an idea for it, and I'm really excited for it. Yeah, so I really want to double down on they do have the African theme, but obviously Africa is a continent. So let's bring South Africa to this outpost. Think Johannesburg, Cape Town like that area with all the music and the culture. And I just think that would be really awesome. Also, I am South African. My grandparents are from there. So I think that there's a personal thing for me there, but I just think it'd be really cool. I'd love to see that. I think that what they're doing with it now is just a quick fix, I guess you could say, for to an area that really could use some really nice TLC. So that's what I would put there. As far as IP with South Africa, I'd have to think about that. I don't know. I'm not really sure. And if y'all have any ideas, let me know. In my head, there's not any Disney movies that take place in Africa, so I don't want to see that come here. But yeah, but I would love like for a Cape Town style, because Cape Town's beautiful. So is a lot of South Africa. So I would love to see some type of something to come over there from that. That would be really cool. I completely agree. I love that. Yeah, that would be cool. As someone who like, isn't super familiar with South Africa, just what they've taught me in school. I think just adding a part of Epcot that is South African would just be really cool. I mean, I think this would be a great addition, and I would be really excited to see it. Colby mentioned that before we started recording, and I honestly thought that it was it's a perfect fit for this area. Because I don't like that the only representation that any African country gets in World Showcase is, is this. I also thought maybe bringing a, a little bit of Egypt over here too would be really cool. Like having Ooh, a, like be a, mini, that's a good idea. Like miniature pyramids would be sick just because that's such a distinct thing. But I'm not sure how likely that is, and I don't know of an IP that would go there either. But I really like the idea because Cape Town's beautiful from what I've seen. So I would love for there to be something like that. Now we're going to leave and head over to an existing pavilion, which has like a great restaurant. And we're not hitting on restaurants, but if you ever have a chance to eat at the beer gardens in Germany, absolutely recommend. It's the only family style on property that I like. But... We're, today we are talking about the IP that needs to come to Germany. And in my head, again, there aren't a lot of German IPs. So I'm going to go with what Disney did originally. And I want them to put in a Snow White ride over here. Originally, for those of you who don't know, there was like a water, like a boat style, water style ride that was supposed to be Snow White over here in the Germany pavilion, like from the get-go. So IP was supposed to be in Epcot from the very beginning. But it got pushed back to the second phase of Epcot, which did eventually get canceled, which seems to be a theme for Epcot. But since it got canceled, they just left the show building back there completely abandoned and it just became storage. So the infrastructure is there. I would love for them to bring in some type of Snow White ride. It doesn't have to be a boat ride. I would much rather have a trackless ride, but I'm not super picky about what I would want to come here. Just has to be Snow White. Yeah, for me, when I hear like Germany and I pass by Germany, all I usually think is, okay, they should have beer garden and that's it. So I think they really do need this <laughs> Snow White ride. I want a trackless dark ride. They're amazing. And I think it would fit perfectly here. So I'm going to, I guess, I'll refurbish that or not refurbish. Oh, you can't really retheme a land, but I'll add that. Colby, what do you think? I'm definitely a fan of y'all's idea. I like Snow White. Of course, it's the first ever animated movie. And I think that it's classic Disney. So bringing it to Epcot is, I'm all for it. All for it. Man, this, this, uh, this part of Refresh, Refurbish, Retheme is going to fly absolutely by. Now we're heading over to Italy, which I really like Italy a lot. But it is in need of an IP. What IP would y'all put into Italy? I would put Luca. Luca Doncic is my pause. favorite basketball player. So bring a water. 
Yeah, I don't know if I really want to ride in this area because this is probably my favorite. Just if I'm talking about the land, every pavilion as a whole, it's probably my favorite pavilion just from an architectural standpoint. I just think it's really beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. And especially at night with the fountain. And so I actually don't want any rides to come here. And I'm sorry, Landon, I definitely don't want Luca to go there. That's fair. I'm on the same boat as Landon. I would love to see not necessarily a ride like directly in, in the pavilion, like change anything about where it's at. But there is a pretty big gap on the Germany side of the Italy pavilion. There's a pretty big gap between the two. So in my head, that's where you could put a ride over here in in Italy. Not necessarily getting rid of something that they already have there, even though Italy does have two sit-down restaurants, which is super crazy for how small the pavilion is. Uh. But I wouldn't. I agree with Colby that I wouldn't necessarily want to see this pavilion changed. I think it's absolutely beautiful. But I do want to see IP come here still, but I would like them to do something like how they did Tui over in France, how it's like an addition to the pavilion. I would like Luca to come in a way like, in, like that. That's how I want it. Not necessarily wrecking the way the pavilion's laid out. Alrighty, so now we're gonna jump on into one of the, one of the like weirdest things. Considering we're in America, one of the weirdest pavilions with the American pavilion over right next to Italy. Here they already have intellectual property with Regal Eagle, which I think is a fantastic way to implement intellectual property in Epcot. Doesn't necessarily take away from the theme overall, but really builds onto it. So they already have Muppets, and they do have a show over here with the American Adventure. And we've talked about it before whenever we talked about Hall of Presidents, but what do you guys think of the American Adventure? Honestly, it's been a while since I've done it. It's just not for me. It's for old people. So maybe <laughs> make it more entertaining. Add a loop-de-loop? <laughs> yeah, add a loop-de-loop. I like that saying. So I, here's, here's my take on Amer the American Adventure. They have great food. Americans know how to eat. Regal Eagle is a top five restaurant, I think. The quick service especially. It's amazing. It's really stinking good. I could go there pretty much every time I go to Epcot. I could, I could make an excuse to go there. They have great funnel cakes. One thing I really like about the American Adventure is the stage that they have. And they will have concerts there in the summer, which is really cool. The last time I was there, Toby Mac was there. <laughs> pretty fun. <laughs> But I think that brings a lot of energy into it. But when I think about World Showcase and what it really needs, it needs a roller coaster. Bring me a roller coaster to the American Adventure. I'm not sure where you'd put it. <laughs> I'm not sure the realism of this. But I think that if you can keep Regal Eagle, but you can get rid of the American Adventure in general... I would love to just get rid of that whole building, keep Regal Eagle though, and put a roller coaster in there. Because you could really put whatever you want, and it wouldn't really matter. But that's just my take. And make it go like three inversions. And I just think it'd be cool. Okay, I've never heard anything more American in my life than put a roller coaster there. <laughs> like, what a, what a pavilion to really double down on your Colby standard. I I don't really want to see... I do have a plan for a roller coaster somewhere in Epcot, but it's not here. I This is going to be a controversial opinion, apparently, when it comes to this podcast. I like the American Adventure, the show. I wouldn't hate to see it go, but I do respect it for what it is. It's a much better version of Hall of Presidents. I mean, they have so many animatronics in here that I would hate to see them not get a home. So I'm respecting the American Adventure. And also, Colby mentioned the stage show. I love that they have the stage there and they implement like different things during different festivals. Like how during Festival of the Arts, they have an Epcot. And now they have the Garden Rocks going on right now during the Flower and Garden Festival. The fact that stage is getting used is such a cool thing. Even though there are three stages in World Showcase, this is by far the best one. So yeah, I respect the American Adventure ride. I respect almost everything about this pavilion. Except I, it does take up a lot of real estate space for it already being America and we're already in America. But Disney calls <laughs> True. it... Disney does call it the host pavilion. So that is why it's so big and, you know, why it has a big building. It's also where the new Club 33 location is in Epcot is here. Imagine if they paired up with Six Flags and just made like a massive ride here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't. Thing, why Six no, Flags? Not, not pairing up with Six Flags. I don't like that idea. But no, we need another um, American company here, Colby. That's what we're saying. Watch, uh, Mickey View's second channel. No, what is it? 
No, you don't watch uh, Address Unknown. It's really good. It's actually really good. It is good. I don't want yeah, them to. Up. I don't want them to pair up with Six Flags just because Six Flags their standard is so low. I think. I, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna build off a of land, and why don't we put a mini amusement park like something super American inside the American yeah. Pavilion? Why don't we? Like, why don't we just bring Six Flags to Disney World? That's there's a bunch that's of horrible. and fat people. This is <laughs> all right. Let's move on. That's out of pocket, brother. That's out of pocket. That was out of pocket. <laughs> Ooh, okay. All right. So let's go ahead and move on from the American Pavilion and head on away from the Six Flags of Epcot and head over to the Japan Pavilion. This is another one that's in need of IP. It does have a really cool shop, the department store over here. A lot of Japanese pop culture is here. And I don't have a specific IP in mind here, but I do have a ride in mind. I'll let you guys go first, and then I will implement mine. Honestly, there's not a ton that jumps out of, to me for an IP, so I want to hear what you have to say. But I love the land. I walked around here searching for a pin board last time, and I basically walked around the entire land before I finally found it. So I got to see a lot of new things that I just had never really stopped for, and I really liked it, so... Yeah, Japan, this is one of the coolest pavilions. It's up there for me. I really like what they have done in Japan. The store, it's really cool. And But just like I said earlier, World Showcase needs a roller coaster. So I would actually bring a roller coaster here as well. But not necessarily IP-based. One of the original designs or, I guess projects that were going to be here was the mount fuji coaster and so i would really like to see that i hope that one day they get those plans up and they dust them off and they make that mount fuji coaster because that would just be really neat just to give this there's just another awesome thing to do in epcot because it's getting better you obviously you you add guardians but guardians is really the only only coaster there i wasn't going to take their original idea for that because that ride was going to be like a maddenhorn bobsled style like the ride in disneyland style coaster which i don't think aged very well as far as like comfort goes but something that has aged super well it's actually in the japan park which is journey into the center of the earth i don't necessarily want that ride specifically to come over here but it's like a themed roller coaster that takes you on a journey through the center of the earth. And it's so cool. But I would like them to implement Japan's culture and make a well-themed like Mount Fuji slash Journey of the Center of the Earth style ride in the middle of Epcot. I completely agree. This is where I want that coaster to go. And as far as IP goes, I have to agree with y'all that there's not one that jumps out specifically. I know that the only reason that Stitch comes to mind because he's super popular over in Japan like he right. has, he currently is still taken over. Their tiki room is still taken over by Stitch, which is pretty cool. And they, it's just, he's just super popular. And I would love to see Stitch in the theme parks. And I don't know where else he could go. So if they could implement him in a way over here, I would love for Stitch to come to this part of the park. Big fan of that idea, Colby. Big fan of the Japan Pavilion. It is one of my favorite pavilions just to walk around. Here you can get some of the best snacks on property that are not Disney snacks. You can get matcha Kit Kats, which are absolutely delicious if you've never had them a lot of people haven't but they are i had so that the other day for the first time ever so funny you mentioned that the matcha kick yeah and they were really good yeah no i i, think, um, I had this one when we recorded the first one you gave us oh one. yeah yeah that was wait was that you <laughs> yeah i gave you one but it's one of the only parts where a company still licenses out like still pays for the pavilion so for those of you who don't know disney originally had sponsors for each pavilion which is why we got like norway and like very specific countries because uh, disney got them to sponsor it and japan is one of the only sponsored pavilions left which is why you have the department store there with a whole bunch of different intellectual property that aren't necessarily disney so this is probably the only one that I really don't want them to give up their sponsorship because it's so cool. And so there is a gap here for you to put a new country in World Showcase. It's in between Japan and Morocco. Y'all have any idea what country you would like to see come to Epcot that doesn't have a place already? I'm going Brazil. Ooh, I like that. Brazil. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I love, like, the thing that comes to me is, like, soccer when I think of Brazil. Just because they've been historically, like, really good at it. And just, like, big-name players all the time. So when I was thinking of countries, that's what came to mind. Obviously, you're not going to just do it for sports. But I think Brazil has a lot of good history just with that country. And I think it was bring in a lot of people that would be excited to see it. So that would be mine. Okay. And Landon, you wanted to bring Rio to the parks. This is a great place to bring Rio to the parks. Right. Colby, what you got? 
Yeah, so this is a go with me here, but I would love to see just the Caribbean or the Caribbean, whatever you want to pronounce it, however you want to pronounce it, but okay. the Caribbean as a whole, I think that would be a really cool thing and Bahamas. they could theme it really well. That's what I would like. And of course, they already have the resort, the Caribbean Beach Resort, so you could derive a lot of inspiration from there. But I think that they could do a really good job because they did a good job with the resort. But if you give, give me a water ride there, I think that... Disney needs more water rides. That's something that I think about all the time. Just because in the Florida heat, there's you're always trying to find ways to beat the heat. And so having another water ride in Epcot when there's really not one where you get wet. So And I know everyone's not a fan of that, but I am. I think it's fun. And I, would, I think that majority of people would agree. So that's what I would like to see. Yeah, that's a, I could see where you're coming from. I don't know what that would exactly look like. I can't picture it, but I do have, I have two ideas for this. So my first idea that, that I absolutely love would be like a Greece pavilion and make it like an Athens style city. And there's a couple different properties you could bring here. So obviously for those of you who know me, I would love to see a Hercules attraction come here. Like where you, where they have, it's a decently, there's some depth to the pavilion. So like where they have like the streets up front and then like on a little bit of a hill in the back, they have the Parthenon and you enter through the Parthenon and you go through ancient history and then you see the muses and the pre-show. And I have a lot of ideas for this one, but I would absolutely love Hercules to get some love and find a home in Epcot. And I would love to see like uh, Greek culture also find a place here. I think it'd be a really cool way to do it. And it honors the heritage and ties in really well. And since I like Hercules so much, I have thought through the ride a little bit more, but that's my first idea. Do you have any thoughts on that? Do you want to comment on it before I move on to the next one? I like Hercules. That would be awesome. I think it's a wonderful idea. I like that idea better than mine. I'm actually hopping on board of your idea because you're right. Hercules really doesn't have representation in the parks. And it's a wonderful movie that was in the Disney Renaissance period, of course. I think it should, it should get... have a live action. Yeah, I think Hercules live action might work. Since I talked about that one, I'm also going to talk about the second country I had an idea for was Peru. And you know what, like, intellectual property takes place in Peru, is what they say, would be there's New Groove. So that's what that's an intellectual property I would also love to see find a home, and it builds into uh, Colby's idea for a water ride here. You could make them go into Yzma's lair. And have Ooh, that whole, like, that's a great idea. Drop. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool, and then you could have them pulling the lever, and it would just be sick. And the theming could be really cool, so I would love to see, like, Emperor's New Groove slash Peru come to Epcot. It's not my favorite idea. I like Greece coming more be just because I like Hercules a lot, but I think it'd be sick. So those are my thoughts. Yeah. I love it. Alrighty. Then we're jumping on over into the next pavilion, which is another lackluster pavilion in my opinion. I think it's really, it's beautifully built because they brought people over from Spoiler alert, it's Morocco. They pop people over from Morocco to build it, and there's so much like character in the buildings, and I think it's sick. But it does need an IP for what we're doing here today. I think, in my opinion, there's another like semi-obvious choice for a property that kind of plugs in here. So, what do you guys think? I'm blanking on what should go here, but it's an amazing picture spot, and they did a great job with it. I want to hear what y'all have to say, because I'm blanking. Yeah, I love Morocco. This is... One of the one of the coolest parts about Epcot is just exploring the countries, and this is one of those countries that I think gets overlooked. But when you go back there into the, I guess like they're like caves. They're not caves, but like the alleyways. When you just go, yeah, when you go in that into the alleyways, you really see a diamond in the rough, so to speak. And oh, that kind of wow. leads me that that kind of leads me into. I do think Aladdin oh, fits well into this area. I know that it's probably not exactly right. I don't think it's. In Morocco, like, I think it's yeah, like how not, Frozen is not. in Norway. I think it's I think it's like that type of intellectual property plug-in. Like it right. kind of fits, but I was thinking about this earlier when we were reviewing the script, and that's what came to mind for me. I just didn't think of it, and I think I didn't end up saying it because I wasn't totally sure if that's where it took place. But yeah, that's a good one if that's where it is. I think it's a good idea, Colby, and that's also what I would put here. But I do think it's more like a Frozen in Arendelle because it takes place in Agrabah, which is a fictional city. So I don't know. I think it does take. I think it is heavily influenced by Middle Eastern culture. And I think that Morocco, if we're putting an intellectual property here, I think an Aladdin ride would be sick. Uh, like where you can either you can even do it to where it's not like super invasive, where you're just heading into like the genie's lamp. And like you come out in the Cave of Wonders or whatever would be really cool. I like so, that. I would love to see them bring Aladdin to the parks in general. I think that could go anywhere. But if you're putting it in Epcot, I think it would fit here. Yeah. Now we're moving on to something that 
doesn't actually need intellectual property. It actually has two with the Beauty and the Beast sing-along, which I'm a fan of, and Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. So let's talk about the first thing, which would be the Beauty and the Beast sing-along over here. It's paired up with Impressions de France. We haven't talked about the Impressions so far, so we're just going to hit on Beauty and the Beast sing-along. France has a lot going on. Me and Gwen, actually, we did the Beauty and the Beast sing-along, I think, probably a year ago, and that was like the last time I did it. But I liked it. There were a lot of kids in there, but it was entertaining. So yeah. I'll probably leave that. So is it actually encouraged that you sing along in this show? Yeah. Okay, then that's a massive dub in my opinion because yeah. I love Beauty and the Beast and the music. For those that do not know, which would be probably the majority of people listening, I actually played Gaston when I was a senior in high school. And so I love... What? I absolutely love the the music in that. And I don't know. I just think it's a cool that it's encouraged. I actually, I've never done it. I need to do it. Now that I know that it's encouraged to do that, I probably will. I'm a big fan. I'm not a big fan. I do like it. I think it has its place. I wish Beauty and the Beast had a ride, but I think Beauty and the Beast has a lot of representation for not having a ride. I would rather the ride go in Magic Kingdom, though. But I am a big fan of the Beauty and the Beast sing-along because it's like the animation. It's like a new animation style. It's encouraged that you sing along. It's great for kids. Of the things that are meant for kids, I think this is more fun for the family. So big fan of this. I absolutely respect this. Yeah, now we're heading over to... The second newest edition, I guess it's over a year old now, which would be Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. What do you guys think of Remy's? I love Remy's. I have nothing against it. I love just, honestly, all of it. The only thing that I'd probably change out of just the whole atmosphere in France for it, the gift shop's a good distance away and hidden. Yeah. And I guess they really didn't have a choice just because it's a little crammed over there. But that would probably be my only critique is finding a way to get the gift shop closer to the exit of the ride. Wow, Landon's sounding like a true Disney executive right now. <laughs> I had a marketing that's exactly what, lot. Yeah, that's exactly what they want. Yeah. But yeah, Remy's Ride to Adventure, even though it is a, a clone, which I know that we're not huge fans of that, it is cool. I'm happy with it. It was a little underwhelming to me overall, but I do ride enough to respect it. And also, it's just really clean. I love that it's trackless, of course. I don't like... The screens, I think it really overused screens. Kind of my only, that's probably the only negative thing about it. I do enjoy the ride overall, though. It's still like a top 25 ride to me. So really? I do have respect I mean, for it. That's a pretty high number. Huh? Okay. I said really 25? for top 25, and then I was like, wait, that means there's probably it, 25 rides above that, or 24 rides. I mean, I think that, so. it might be able to crack the top 20, but I think top 25 is safe. I don't think it's yeah. in the top 20, honestly. 20, 25 is safe, though. I... So I Cole, we said we're not big fans of drag and drop rides. I'm really I really don't like drag and drop rides. It's really hard for me to hate on this because I think they did a really good job implementing it. I do one thing that I do wish that they brought was the since it's drag and drop anyways, I wish they brought the restaurant experience from Paris where it feels like you're eating like in Remy's restaurant as the size of a rat and everything's like big around you and you can look out onto the ride. And this is actually Remy's Ratatouille Adventure was the first, if not one of the first trackless ride systems that Disney implemented and in my opinion after riding all the other ones I feel it it does feel like an older trackless ride system even though it is the newest one I agree. Um, so I wish that it wasn't 3d I wish there were most sh more show elements but it's hard for me not to say refer a bit or other than respect because I love that it came to France I wish it would have just it would have taken it over a little bit more of the French pavilion honestly I think it would have I think it would have fit more versus being tucked in the back corner that area is absolutely beautiful the restrooms back there are absolutely phenomenal too but i do it i do wish it had a bigger footprint in france so you could get the gift shop closer to you the restaurant over there could be themed around could be the remy's ratatouille restaurant i would love that but overall i do respect it so something that's like underrated but like excites me with seeing it is when i'm riding the skyliner into epcot at night and seeing that sign all lit up and then the Eiffel Tower, like, that's just really cool to me. So Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, when they were building it, it was one, one of my favorite things to do was ride the Skyliner over and look down at all the construction. I'm a big fan of those behind-the-scenes things, like riding the monorail to see construction, riding the People Mover to see Tron, riding the Skyliner to see Remy's. I love doing that. We're going to leave the France Pavilion, actually. It is the last property. It is the last country with intellectual property here in Epcot. And we're going to head on over to pass the International Gateway. For those of you who don't know, there is an entrance in the back of Epcot. So that way you could leave the park here and park hop over to studios or vice versa. You could leave studios and park hop over to here. It's a really cool thing. There's not a lot to talk about here. So we're going to move on past to what 
for a while here was Colby's favorite place to eat in Epcot, where you can get a fish and chips, and it needs an IP. Not, it does need an IP. It originally was going to get Mary Poppins, which got canceled, and after viewing those plans that they leaked, I am very glad it got canceled, but... I would love to see the United Kingdom get probably, I would want like a Winnie the Pooh ride, like a of the live action Winnie the Pooh though, come to the United <laughs> Kingdom. That's what I want. I want more Winnie the Pooh. I still want Mary Poppins. Just, you got the crowd feedback. You see what you did wrong. Now act on that, change it up a little bit and excite everyone else. I'm going to agree with Landon. The Mary Poppins Returns, I thought was a really strong sequel to a classic movie. So... I would love to see them bring Mary Poppins to this area. So if you get, give them a budget that they can work with and really make something, I think, innovative and fun and, and unique because Mary Poppins, I think people really like Mary Poppins. I like it. It's fine. But people really like Mary Poppins. Like it's very popular. So bring it to the parks. I think it definitely belongs. And what other, what better place would it be? be located than the United Kingdom. I do have to say from the merit from the thing that excited me about D twenty three, they announced it was the Cherry Tree Lane, the area outside, like the houses outside. That was super cool to see. I think there's a lot of room in this area of the park. The only reason Winnie the Pooh came to mind for me is because they used to have mini meet and greet of Tigger and Pooh over here. And they still have Christopher Robin's bedroom. It's just not labeled as that. It, they just have Winnie the Pooh and Tigger and stuff like that in there. Yeah. But that's why I thought of it and I and, and I thought that was really cool. So that's the only reason I'm like, oh, if they're going to do something small, I think bringing that meet and greet would be a yeah. good way of introducing intellectual property back into this pavilion. But I do agree with you all that Mary Poppins should come to the park and this should be. Now we're moving on to the last country in World Showcase, which doesn't have intellectual property. I don't know of an intellectual property that would go here, but they do have a phenomenal show with O Canada, which is so good. I absolutely love the music in here. It's phenomenal. But... We have Canada. If y'all can think of an IP to go here, great. If you can't, not a big deal. But they have a great restaurant with Le Cellier. Oh, Canada's great. What do y'all think of the Canada Pavilion? The pen, the pen trading is terrible. That's the only thing I'll say about that. Very little, on brand. Little, little stage they have is cool. They have a little cool picture spot for people. But really, I'm just rushing past it to get to the UK. So it needs something. I'm not really sure what, though. It's a tough one for sure. I wish there was like a Disney like hockey movie or something like that. What do you think, Goldie? This is a top three pavilion in my opinion. I think it's themed just really well. Oh, Canada, the show. You got to give it a shot. I, I remember when I heard about it, I was like, I don't really know. But dude, it was really good. The music was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Definitely check it out next time you're there. It's a short show. You have to stand, which like that's definitely the worst part about it. But it's awesome. good. And then they have that waterfall. I just think this is a really well-themed pavilion. The one thing I do have to say about the show, though, I miss Martin Short. Bring him back. Maybe an outdated opinion, but that was a really fun way. And it made me as a kid want to ride the ride more because my parents absolutely loved it because of the music or watch the show more because my parents absolutely love the music. But I do appreciate this for what it does for and what it does for the culture. I think it's super cool. And the restaurant here is phenomenal. So, yeah, mad respect. And surprisingly, that was the quickest refresh, refurbish, retheme we've ever had. Mainly Let's because go. there's not a lot of content in Epcot, and also because we glitzed through it as far as we did it the quickest way possible. But I hope it was entertaining for y'all. Let us know what you think of that. And if you want us to revisit it in the future, you can also let us know that we're not done making episodes just because it's our 10th one. Yeah, now we're going to jump on in to the next segment of the podcast, which would be the Lightning Lane. And Colby's going to introduce that one. Yeah, the Lightning Lane. If you remember, we did this episode two, and so... This is the, we're going to cover the smaller topics that are going on in Disney World in just in a shorter span. And we're going to give a few takes on it, two cents on it, on each topic. And then we move on to the next one. These are for the smaller stories that may not grab a headline, but still I think are, I think matter. So we're going to jump right in to new celebration walkways coming to Epcot. I'm honestly a big fan. I think Future World's been a bit of a mess for a while, so I think that it needs to be a bit easier to navigate. Or I guess World Celebration now has been hard to navigate. So I'm a huge fan of this one. Yeah, Epcot's coming along nicely. I like this edition. Let's go. Alrighty, and then a controversial pick on Disney's part with Seven Dwarfs Mine Train will retain its individual <laughs> lightning lane as Tron opens. They're just bag chasing on this one. I don't like it. It should be included in Genie Plus for free. 
Yeah, couldn't have said it better myself. I really don't like this. When you have Tron, when you have something that is already going to be taking that individual lightning lane, give this to us in Genie Plus. You're already charged in 35 bucks for it. And we lost Flash. I'm not sure what that had to do with it, but... <laughs> it's an attraction right <laughs> off head, Colby, come on. Alrighty. Alright, Disney World 50th Celebration is ending. Yeah, so I like that it's ending because it went on for not a year, but almost two years, 18 months or whatever. So it needs to end. It's in the past. It stinks that it happened right after COVID, so that I don't think we saw the full magnitude that it could have been, but... It's in the past. Let's move forward. Yeah, I'm I'm on the same page. With the return of Happily Ever After, Tron opening up, we're not really lacking for content in Disney World anymore. Plus, we're going to be celebrating, what is it, the 100th year anniversary for the Disney company. So Disney's going to find some other marketing campaign to make me spend all my money, and it's going to work. Not really ashamed to see this. Game. All right, next story. Disney Cruise Line expanding to Southeast Asia. I've never been on Disney Cruise. I want to, so this is cool. What I'm hearing is that rope droppers go abroad. Yes. No, One I, day. One day. I do the Disney cruise. I want, I'm planning, I'm hoping to be able to go on one in the next year and visit their new island, Lighthouse Point. So I'm a really big fan of this. I can't, I hope to be able to sail on the treasure one day, which is their new ship. A couple of little news stories in there for y'all too. But big fan of this. I love that Disney's expanding their market overseas more. Kind of. Yeah. Next up, we have Pandora Drum Circle has been refurbished. What do y'all think? I think that it's important for the, for Disney to maintain the things that, like they've put in place. So I am a big fan of small refurbishments like this that would go that are under the radar. I love this. Yes, yes. Keep the immersion alive. This is really important. Disney gets lazy with this sometimes. And this is really what makes the Disney difference. So keep it up, Disney. I love that you refurbish this. Alrighty. And now a really interesting story that kind of irks me just a little bit because of what these could have been. The barges at Epcot that were taking up the majority of the lagoon are already being dismantled with the return of Epcot Forever, which returned today as far as recording goes. So what do you guys think? Yeah, I hate the barges. Let's go. It's gone. I really have mixed opinions on this. I thought the barges were an eyesore, but they were really cool with Harmonious. So if there was a way that they could have got rid of them during the day and brought them out for the show that would have been better epcot forever is not a good show definitely not excited for it at all moving on to the next story brown derby neon sign returns yeah i'm a big fan of this one it's again it's that tiny little maintenance thing that disney does i'm happy that the brown derby is continuing to get love a property that's been there for such a long time a restaurant that i should say that has been there for such a long time love that the neon sign is up and going again yeah, definitely keep updating things like this, and it just makes a difference. So, next up, Roundup Rodeo Barbecue opens with stellar reviews. I'm excited about this. What do y'all think? I couldn't be more excited about this. I'm really excited to go to the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. Of course, we talked about it a little bit. I love barbecue, and the fact that it's getting great reviews, it just makes my excitement even more. I'm not surprised. From what I've seen, it's absolutely great. I haven't had the food yet. I've seen pictures of the food. And I, as someone who eats like a child, I think this will be great for me. Big fan. I also love the theming that they play Andy over the speaker and you can hear him walking around and all the servers freeze. Super cool detail. Love the little details that Disney brings. It's like Colby said, that is what the Disney difference is. So huge fan. And last but not least, a story that we are all going to be hitting on is a live action Moana has officially been announced. The Rock is continuing to take over Hollywood. What do you guys think? I love The Rock. I love Moana, but I wanted to see some other stuff first. This, to me, just is a marketing thing. Disney knows they can make money here. That's why they're putting Moana everywhere in the parks, and that's why they're coming out with the live action. But I would have loved to see, like, Tangled or even Princess and the Frog live action. Ooh, a live action Tangled. Ooh, man. We should draft that at some point. Live action movies that we want to see become live action. Ooh, that's a good idea. Let's do that next episode. Would y'all like that, listeners? Anyway, going on to Moana live action, I am—I have mixed opinions, but I am a fan overall. I think I think that they're going to do a good job with it. So I actually read that The Rock is really motivated to do this. Like he really wants to do this. He's putting a lot of his own money into it, apparently, trying to make it good. So gross. Yeah. <laughs> I, now I think the music is great, and I think that with how they 
the new Epcot attraction or walkthrough or whatever you want to call it in Epcot, they're trying to milk Moana as much as they can because they're putting a lot of money into it. I can understand why they're doing it. Ultimately, I get it, but I would have liked to see something different too, just because Moana was in 2016. That's just not that long ago. That's less than 10 years ago for it to already get a live action. I don't know. It, I, it's, I know I'm going to see it. I know I'll probably enjoy it. Maybe. We'll see. But I don't know. I'm honestly, I'm not exactly on the fence about it. And I'm more so off the fence and on the side where I'm not a big fan. But I want to like it because I love Moana. I'm The more I see The Rock, the less of a fan of him I am. But we're not a comic book podcast. I do like that they are doing more live actions. I know that some of them have bombed. But like y'all said, I would have rather different live actions. And as if... Like, Colby, you said Moana's getting an attraction in Epcot. She's having a meet and greet in Animal Kingdom. Like, at some point, she's going to come to Magic Kingdom. She's got to have her claws in every park. And I'm scared of it feeling oversaturated because it is such a good movie. I don't want to stop liking it because of how much I'm seeing it. Kind of like Frozen. I really liked Frozen at first. But Frozen plastered Disney for a few years there. And it made me not like it as much. So that's my hesitation with this. But... Overall, I do think it will be good, and I will see it, but would have liked to see something else. That's it. That's what, Those are my thoughts. Yeah, nice. That wraps up our lightning lane. Next up, I'm very excited for this week's draft. This week, we'll be drafting the best rides to rope drop. So as the Rope Dropper Podcast, I'm very excited for this one. The Super order on this brand. week is going to be, yeah, the order this week is going to be me, and then Glenn, and then finish off with Colby, and then we'll go back around. So without further ado, I will take... At the one, I'm going to take Rise of the Resistance. Wow. This is not a ride that I'm going to ride if it's not a rope drop. The line's just always way too long. But, man, this is one of my favorite rides. So that's my first pick. Okay. That's one of the ones that I don't mind the queue that much because there's a lot to look at. But whenever it goes down and you're in that queue, you feel it. So it's a good rope dropper ride for me. I'm going to take one that is just the one that i look forward to rope dropping the most which is expedition everest i love rope dropping expedition everest being able to go on my two pick. Or three times oh really glad yeah. i picked it then I, I love being able to go on it two or three times before anybody get the line gets too long so expedition everest is my first round pick since my first pick got stolen from me stolen? which was a great what pick is... <laughs> no i'm just kidding it was a great pick great pick i'm actually gonna go with and I don't want to mess this draft up, but I probably will at some point. Because if you haven't noticed, every time I go third, I just, I mess up. I just, I don't know exactly what's going on, but it's the, it's the I bad think, draft spot for me. I taking your streak lately. I think Landon's been ripping, <laughs> been really trying to take that third place spot. So you have to go with me here because this isn't exactly the most popular ride, but if you want to ride it, you have to either get a, get Genie Plus or you have to rope drop it. And that's Slinky Dog Dash. So I'm going to, I'm going to take that. I'd agree with that. I rarely ride that ride because of how long the line is. Like I probably right. of the rides that I really like in Disney, it's up, it's very high for how many, how few times I've ridden it. So big fan of that draft. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually third on my list, but I'm going to draft my number two. I'm going to fly to passage. I'm not going to pay to ride this. So rope dropping it is the only option for me. So you got to get there early and you got to rope drop it for me. That's fair. That's fair. That was my number two. So now I'm looking for, I'm scrambling a little bit. Alrighty. So now I'm going to take, I'm going to stick in Animal Kingdom 2. I kind of want to get all these rides out of the way. We've already covered 90% of them already. So I'm going to take Kilimanjaro Safari. I am rope dropping this one as early as possible. I'm going the same route as you, Landon, but instead of taking a left right there, right before the Creature Comforts, aka Starbucks, I'm going to continue on into Africa and take Kilimanjaro Safari. All right. I like that pick. It seems like to me that you can get Animal Kingdom done like really early in the day and then go do something else. That's what I like to do. <laughs> yeah. Just and There's just not a lot to do there. and It's not exactly because all their stuff is really fun, but... You can just get through it quick. And we're going to change that next episode. That's where we're going in Refresh Refurbishery theme. So Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of refurbing in, in Animal yeah. Kingdom. But So my second one, I am in between two, but I really like... Yeah, I'm always in between two, but I'm going to pick Space Mountain. And because I obviously love roller coasters, I've talked about that a lot on the show, but also this ride gets very long. And so this is a good one to rope drop early to get out of the way so you can do other things. So 
for my third pick, I'm going Tower of Terror. I was trying to decide between that and Rock and Roller Coaster, but I know Tower definitely gets a lot longer recently. Rockin's so also not open, so. You're right. That's a good one. I would probably, Tower is on my list, not that high up, but I'm going to be taking something I, I apparently talk about almost every draft I get the chance. I'm taking Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. I think that the line still gets absolutely bonkers, even after being open for what, like almost 10, 11 years now. I think it's crazy that this line still approaches like 120 minutes at any time during the day. And so if I'm riding this, I'm rope dropping it. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is my third round pick. That's a good one. The only time you can do it is in the morning or right when the park closes. Yeah. So that's, that's a trick for y'all. But I'm going to go Tower of Terror. Oh, um, you just picked that, didn't you? Oh, sorry. Tower. I meant a rock and roller coaster. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, okay. Right. I was about to say, I was like, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not Tower of Terror. Rock and roller coaster. I. Obviously, they're close by, so I just got to mix up for a second. But yeah, um, drop either at that point. So I know I have two. Something that kind of annoys me about my list is that I have two rides in the same park. But I think it's hard because you have to plan your day around to do things to plan your day around things. And so if you can't get on Slinky Dog Dash or you have a way to get on later, Rock and Roller Coaster, I think, is a good bet as well to rope drop. All right. This one takes me down to a few hard choices for me. But just looking at my list, I like Colby's point. He's going to try to branch out to a different park. I could take another one from Hollywood, but I'm going to not do that. I'm going to head on over to, let's go Magic Kingdom. So this one, obviously, we're probably not all going to agree on this just because, actually, I've been waiting I'm for changing it. it up. I'm changing it up. What? I'm going over to Epcot, and I'm taking Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Okay. Really? Okay. You were about really? to draft Peter Pan, weren't you? I was, but I don't think I would do that. And I want to go with what I would actually do. And again, I don't like Remy's enough to rope drop it. But That's I how do. I feel about it. Yeah, I'm with it being my fourth round, I could really take anything I want at this point. So I'm going to take Phantasmic. I'm going to rope drop Phantasmic. <laughs> You're going to be uh, there all day. <laughs> no, but honestly, the one I'm picking is my favorite ride in Disney World. I'm also going to branch out to a different park. I had two at Animal, one at, one at Magic. I'm having one at Hollywood now to wrap things up. Where, and I am taking Mickey's and Minnie's Runaway Railway is my favorite ride on Disney property to this date. And it, the line gets really long and the queue's not that interesting. So I am going to take this as my fourth round pick. And I feel very comfortable with my list this week. Yeah, great list. So with the last pick, I have a few different directions I could go. I am actually thinking about drafting Peter Pan's flight because I am not waiting in the line throughout the day. And so if I want to ride it, that would be the opportune time. But at the end of the day, that's probably, I just probably wouldn't do that. But it is a good strategy if you want to ride it. If you really want to ride Peter Pan's flight, yeah. go there first thing in the morning and see, and just ride it real quick and then go to space or something like that. So that's not a, that's not a bad strategy, but I think I'm going to go Soren. And I know and it's, it's definitely old school. Like you, that was the thing that we used to do like in the mid 2000s and like early 2010s rope drop soren or you rope drop toy story mania like one of those two but just for the sake of my list i didn't have one in epcot and so i wanted one and now soren soren's line does get long now it doesn't get as long as it used to so this is probably not the most valuable rope drop but at the same time it's still a good one yeah i honestly think the most valuable rope drop most valuable rope drop in this park would be frozen ever after because of how long yes but yeah, I but I just, I just probably wouldn't do that yet. Did we forget Test Track? Oh. Uh, Colby might have, but <laughs> I gets uh, It gets way longer than Soren. I, I'm not, I'm just not going to rope drop Test Track. That's just not something no, I'm no, going to do. Get, I, no, I, get I, I would I'm rope drop content. Soren still, I think. But also there's the single rider line for Test Track. So if I really don't want to, I've been on it enough to where I don't have to ride it with the people I'm with. So if I really want to ride it, then I can do the single rider line, so. Dude, yeah, I feel the same way. So long, that's it's true. Is it really? I think it can. Not, it's not <laughs> I, all, I, I, never, I, not every time. I think, but I think max you'll be waiting in the single. I've ever waited in the single rider line is 15, 20 minutes max, and that was on like a super duper busy day, like a hundred and twenty minute line, like tight bite. Yeah, I like this draft. That was a really fun draft. Let's go ahead and recap it before we jump into the last thing, which is the Disney trivia showdown. But before that, what did you draft? When you go first? Yeah, I drafted Rise of the Resistance. Flight of Passage, Tower of Terror, and Remy's Ride to Adventure. 
Alrighty, and then I drafted Expedition Everest, Kilimanjaro Safari, Seven Horse Mine Train, and then I headed on over to Hollywood Studios for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. With my draft, I selected Slinky Dog Dash, Space Mountain, Rock and Roller Coaster, starring Aerosmith for the time being, and then I also drafted Soren. Okay, okay. I think drafting the best rides to rope drop just gives you a little bit of an insight to our strategies and what we do when we go to the parks, which I love doing. But now we're going to jump in, since we, we just claim to be Disney experts by drafting the best rides to rope drop in Disney World, we're going to continue to claim to be Disney experts and jump on in to the Disney Trivia Showdown. For those of you who don't know, this is the part of the show where we go into it and we try to try to flex our Disney knowledge and stump each other with hard Disney trivia questions. We're going to go ahead and hop on into it, and who wants to go first? I'll go first. I'll go first. So I'm going to get, I'm going to start with a classic. How many triangles are on Spaceship Earth, the Epcot ball? Oh, I, oh no. You've asked me this so many times. <laughs> it's a classic. I have no idea. I think it's in the, it's in the 10, it's in like the 10,000s, isn't it? Or is it not that high? Am I going way too? Yeah, it's it's not. It's like what is it like thirteen thousand or something like that? Okay, so thirteen thousand is wrong. Do you have a guess, Landon? I really had no clue. So I said twelve hundred, but then I was like, oh, that's way too little after you said that. Yeah, twelve hundred is pretty far off, (laughs) but it's eleven thousand three hundred twenty-four individual. That's yeah. I shot a little overboard. You've asked me that question so many times. Landon, you can go next. How many carvings of different animals are on the Tree of Life? Is it like 127? <laughs> it's higher than that. It's higher so than that. It's in the five, 500s, right? It is not. So everything that oh. I saw, it said over 300. So in the oh. There's no exact number. Okay, over 300. I remember seeing, and this is me seeing things, but I remember seeing there's 410 or something like that, but I don't know. I can't remember. I can never remember. I, I Honestly, every time I look up that question, I, I get a different result, almost. Yeah. But over 300 sounds about right. It's just like the Epcot ball question. I would have never guessed that. Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. So I'm also, I'm going to do something similar to Colby. I'm going for an Epcot one. We just talked about World Showcase. We just talked about everything there, but we didn't talk about the countries that got canceled. So there have been five or six countries that have been canceled for Epcot. I don't want all of them. Oh, wow. I don't want all of them, but I want at least two. What Five or six? Man, oh, dang, that's a lot. So I want to say that Brazil was canceled. Brazil was never confirmed. That was a Disney rumor. Oh, okay. Dang it. If you can get if you can get a different one, there's the, you still you can have another guess since there are so many. Scotland? No, not Scotland. Okay. Landon, you want to guess first before Wales? Uh, not... Wales? No, it's nowhere. It's nowhere in the UK. Okay. It's just yeah, but it is closer oh. than uh, Landon. I just need you can give me one Argentina? and then I'll give Colby that. That's also very close to one of them, but. There are a lot. I'll give you one more guess. I really don't know. <laughs> so I'll give you Iceland. Is that right? Iceland is not right, no. Dang it. What are they? I'm curious now. Okay, so the two that I the two that I was looking for that are like that were announced with the opening of Epcot was either Israel or Spain. Both of those were initially announced oh, with I, I the, probably should have got Spain. Yeah, those were both initially announced with Epcot, but but Disney, the ones that have been canceled are the ones that Disney entered negotiations with that the countries ended up bailing out before they got into the into the actual planning phase. Those countries are Switzerland, Denmark, Venezuela, United Arab Emirates and Costa Rica have all gone into the planning phase and been canceled for Epcot. Wow. Super fun. I really enjoyed doing this with y'all. It's a nice feeling whenever everybody gets one wrong. It's really nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was hard. Dude, your question was good. I tried. That has been this week's episode of the Rope Droppers podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. I We enjoy doing this every week. This is our officially our 10th episode. 
big milestone so here awesome. for Rope Droppers. Well, we're already on weekly episodes, and we are approaching. We have so many supporters, and we just appreciate y'all. If you want to support us a little bit more, you can check us out on Instagram at the Rope Droppers Podcast. There, you will also be able to find our uh, socials, which is Imagineer Glenn, Colby Trades Pins, and Disneyland MB. That is our Instagram handles. If you kind of want to check us out there, they're also in the description down below. And we release podcasts every week. So. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to vote on the poll for this week's draft, you can head on over to our Instagram. It'll be posted Wednesday or Thursday of this week. So thank you guys for listening. This has been the Rope Droppers Podcast. My name is Glenn. My name is Landon. And I'm Colby. And we'll see you guys real soon. Actually, next Monday, to be clear. So see ya. Mm-hmm.